When Captain America throws his mighty shield, all those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. If he's led to a fight and a duel is due, then the red and the white and the blue will come through when Captain America throws his mighty shield. Welcome this week, Golden Gloves Theater. Oh, man, we have moved on from Misunderstood Genius <laughs> Month, and we're on to... Comic book not failures? so superhero. That's it. Not so super. Before we get into that, Griff, I have some good news and some bad news. Oh boy, I'm gonna say the good news first. Good news is hot off my scintillating performance of Wings Hauser yes. from Get Even last week. There's a bidding war in Hollywood. All the Hollywood talent agencies want me in their movies now. They're like, they, we want to represent you. Oh, nice. So that's great. I mean, and I just, I just want to give it all up to Wings. I, I was merely just reading his lines. Right. He was living the the fucking lines. As I was know, just yeah. reading them. I, I'm merely the wind beneath his wing. I like it. And so I want to give a praise be to Wings for doing that. If you guys ever meet, you can buy him a bullet, something with a little R- class. class. Right. Right. Uh. So the bad news is, I'm on, this is my last episode. I'm, I'm, I'm moving on to Hollywood, Greg. Oh, you're on to Hollywood? I'm, I'm, I'm over this shit. I'm time to get paid. Time to cash in. You'll be back. Hold on a second. Ring, ring. Ring, <laughs> ring. Hold on. I got to answer this call. Did you like that, that personalized ring I just put on that makes it sound like I'm saying ring, ring? Yes. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Oh, hey. How's it going? Okay. All right. Okay. You know what this tells me? This tells me you have no goddamn class. Good day, sir. Griff. That sounded kind of heated, Murray. That was the king of Hollywood calling. (laughs) Apparently, 20 years ago, on a Halloween party, I went as one of the Blue Man group. Oh, jeez. And apparently now, 20 years later, Blueface is no longer acceptable. You can't do Blueface? No. Murray, my favorite show features a man in Blueface like every other episode. Not anymore, it doesn't. You're never going to be able to Bloopy again? No. Oh, and I was fuck. doing it to honor Blue... Blue uh, what's that? Blue, Blue Man was Group. A Blue Man Group, yeah. Fuck. I man. call him BMG, so I, yeah, I kind of... Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, I, I guess I'm back. I I'm see back, your. Guys. I mean, you're, if anybody meets Murray, he's got the largest wrist from playing the drums so much. Right, he got his wrist like steel. Right, no Hands handcuffs are gonna stop you. So I'm guess I'm back. So that's your bad news too. Your yeah. good news was <laughs> well, it's good news to you because I saved your fucking ass because you you're nothing without me. But the bad news is I'm back with you. I'm having to carry you some more. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. Uh, uh, I was gonna offer you some chocolate covered pretzels, but now I'm not. <laughs> Par for the course. Of course, I'm going to But speaking you. of heroes. I saw a hero uh, just yesterday. What am I? One of the, go one to of subway? the heroes to my personal life. Oh. What's that? On the Is subway? It, did you go to subway? Because the hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. But... Oh, gotcha. No, no. You were on a subway. Did, what? <laughs> no. I, I, <laughs> look, you came in. You made I'm fun confusing of my, myself. <laughs> you really are. You made fun of my Jerry Seinfeld hair. Well, get um, a haircut. I'm a, I'm terrified of going. To I will. I'm gonna. I only have beer, a beard trimmer, but I'm gonna bring that next week. We're gonna shave your head. I mean, I have my trimmer right there. I'm not. Let's do it right now. No, man. I'm just. I'm living in COVID. I'll cut times. some fucking lines in the side, like you like it. You know what? If you can give me one of them sweet ass fucking uh, 
Oh man, Boz haircuts. Let's do Fuck it. Yeah. You know? you're, well, yeah, your screaming eagle is like it's all out. Like you can see the roots now. Right. Like it's awful. Touch I those roots up. I can't go see my screaming eagle lady. You know, I can't do it. Oh, I'm, I'm afraid. Yeah, I don't know if I have the the, the qualifications to do a screaming eagle. Yeah, I can do some lines. You have to be lines. eighty plus percent Native American in order to do it. That's true. We forget. So, yeah, if you if you're wondering what we're talking about, you got to listen to Stone Cold episode because <laughs> we go deep into that origins of the Screaming Eagle hairstyle. But uh, you we digress. Your hero, my hero. Uh, so I'm driving over to my sister's house, and you know that's right along our comic book store, which sadly is going under. Well, mm, not. We're really. choosing to go under. They're cho- they're choosing to not sell comics anymore. Yeah. which will be interesting. Yeah, for the comic store. I saw Denny, uh, not my hero in this situation, but I love Denny. <laughs> right. It was the saddest time. Right. It was the la- it's the last time I've touched a human in months. Denny reached his hand out to me, and I took Whoa, it. Oh, that's what you got to do to protect the old people. I, I mean, you, me and Griff, we always just greet our, each other by kissing each other on the cheeks, like French style. Yes. And we, we stopped yeah, for the past we, three we months. Had, we had to stop. It hurts, but we did it. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> But who is your fucking hero then? So there I am waiting to turn left, and I look to my right. He's not going to recognize me because I don't have the yellow truck anymore. Our dear friend Mike. And I riding his bike? No. uh, He's driving in his car. Oh. And I stared at him. Mike, who's who's been on a few of our episodes. For several episodes. Yeah. Uh, I stared right into his face. Yeah. And he did not. He, I knew we could feel the presence of <laughs> eyes because you feel it when a driver you, next yeah, to you. You're, he, he, he was reading your eyes, Griff. He Definitely. wasn't. Or, well, maybe. I maybe. Reading and he didn't like what he saw. Yeah. So he does not look over because he does not recognize this vehicle. It's not in his uh, Rolodex of cars he should be uh, identifying. Right. Stared at him. He's looking great, I got to tell you. That hair's getting nice and long, nice and slick back. Oh, he hasn't got a haircut either? I don't know. It's hard to tell because it's so slicked back. Right now, people are like, I tune in for Captain America. Or I care about these people and their fucking friend who I don't even know. Man, our conversations, we've, we started talking 45 minutes ago off mic, and we, did, we were going all over the place. We were talking about 2003 gaming scene, yeah. Dr. Disrespect for reasons. <laughs> You, you made fun of the We might even I do like it. Dick, it's brought, we might do a tippy tap on the gaming world, apparently. Uh, yeah. There's something you have to get off your chest. They're, oh, my God. It was amazing. I watched a little bit of this 2003 game. It, it followed the life of like several different situations, and you would have a field day with it, and okay. I would love it just because that, that was – like that was me when I was seventeen. So right, well, we'll do that in a future tip. Yeah, we might do that after this episode because we're going to breeze through this episode really quick because there's not much to talk about there, in this movie. I mean, there's barely any Captain America in this movie. Well, yeah, th- now you know my hell as a child. Like you know, I love superheroes and yeah. monsters and shit, and I was just fiending. You know, I I was born in the seventies, so I had garbage like the Incredible Hulk, which I brought up many times. The Hulk was in the last five minutes of every episode. It was yeah. just Bruce Banner show. I don't yeah. watch The Incredible Hulk to see David Banner, by the way, for 55 minutes. Right. And we we had uh, Yacht Rock Sean here all the time saying, like, oh, my, the comic book movies. And so Yeah, they were garbage. So, uh, yeah. fuck you. I don't even say millennials. What's the Zoomers I hear? I, did you know that there's a fucking generational war going on between you, your generation, and the Zoomers, the ones coming up? They hate you. Oh, really? And they think all you care about is Harry Potter, which is kind of true. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of white people who are getting in fights with J.K. Rowling right now. So uh. that makes <laughs> I think I'm actually part of a group that's called the Lost Generation now. No, you're millennial. 
there there's like a subsect of millennials and I, no, I, that's my generation. We got wiped off the map. They, people cared about us like, from like 92 to 94, the grunge era. We were king shit, Gen X. We're still, we still have the coolest fucking generation name. Yeah, it's true. And then it's like, we don't exist. Like, everyone now, according to your generation, is a boomer. Like, I'm a boomer in your generation's eyes when I'm like, no, I'm not. We're the coolest generation of all time. <laughs> and uh, so we've just been wiped from the like history books. You guys didn't have to go through as much shit. We're, we're shoveling what? through so much shit. That's all what we're doing is shoveling you, through what shit. What shit are you going through? You guys had better college opportunities. Oh, you didn't have super yeah. expensive. We also were getting stabbed and beaten and molested and all that shit in the 70s. Yeah, you guys did have worse crime numbers and everything. Yeah. That's true. That's so true. there, millennials, suck up. You know what? Up. If we had an open conversation with the Gen Xers, I'm pretty sure we could come to terms. We could, we would, because we're like whatever. We don't, we don't have, we don't have these like hot, intense feelings that the boomers and you guys have. We're just like life sucks. Just deal with it. I, I, I guess we do. I uh, mean, we're just sick of having real boomers tell us just stop buying coffee and you'll be a millionaire. And it's like that's not how that works. Well, we can all agree boomers suck. We can. Much like this movie. Yes. Getting back to the movie. Really all right, boomers. Captain America, the. Menachem Golan, this is this is you knew shit was gonna go downhill when Menachem announced this without his buddy Globus, yeah. Yoram Globus, Yoram. His, his cousin. So I so I was just like, ugh, I don't know. I think this movie was not released in theaters, at least here, maybe in like Europe, it was released. Really? No, it was not released in theaters. Oh, okay. I saw it on a bootleg. I think Pete like let me borrow like a bootleg VHS from like the, the comic cons would sell the bootleg yeah, yeah. VHSs. So that's I saw it probably in the late nineties. Okay, I think he had that in the Fantastic Four movie that sucks Oof. too. And uh, yeah, I wasn't impressed then. I'm not impressed now. Uh, I, and I was like, man, I just needed a rebel yell. Like when I was watching it, I just needs Red Brown to screaming. Uh, yeah, it would have at least been tolerable if Red had a better him. shield. I'll give it that much. Yeah, of Didn't, course. It wasn't that clear. Wasn't, that wasn't made hard of plastic. To, yeah, not hard. It to had of. I didn't think the costume was that bad for the budget. The I, the the cut of the fabric for the helmet is awful. By the way, well, yeah, and the rubber ears don't help. Yes, but oh, that's right. He did have. Ru- but it was true to the the real Captain America. That's how Captain America was drawn, and up until like fucking the two thousands when the Ultimate version took over. And yeah, that's what you see with Chris Evans. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's it, he is everyone's third favorite Captain America. Matt Salinger, the son of J D. Salinger, either son or grandson. I think it was son. Okay, so much like his father, he just did one thing and then disappeared. <laughs> oh, yep. This this was. Uh, I haven't watched. Any kind of comic book movie in a, a good long while here, and this was not a good return. Yeah, for so like all you millennials, like we were just talking about when he was whining, at least you had good fucking superhero movies. I mean, we better. got better. We had trash. None of yeah. them were good. Yeah, this is god awful. We're going to explore a lot of them this month in Not So Super Superhero Month. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. Let's just get to this fucking is there a, Is there a trailer for this? I imagine there is. Well, if there is, we'll see you on the other side of it for we're doing our patriotic duty because this is uh, the birth, the week of the birth of our nation. Oh, yeah, yep. I expect a lot of people to get covid because our El Presidente is going to have some military parade, I'm assuming, in Washington. And yep. a lot of people are going to die. But hey, man, let's look on the bright side. And we still have bad Captain America movies out there and they'll still keep making them. <laughs> so let's do it. 
the the pride of a nation, Captain America. Where'd you get your guinea pig? Happens to be the best damn candidate out of 600 volunteers. A secret experiment gave one man the strength of a hundred. The rest of the world, he's just codenamed Captain America. And the power to save millions. The Jerry's had an experimental rocket ready to fire at a target somewhere in the United States. Only he could defeat a superhuman madman. They got a fella called the Red Skull heading up their outfit. All we can hope to get in there is one good man. But saving the world left him trapped in an icy grave until fate released him to finish a battle started decades ago. Yeah, he's still alive. We don't know where he is or who he is. Now, an evil genius is on the verge of global domination. Captain America, you've got to help us. And only Captain America can stop him. Ronnie Cox, Ned Beatty, Darren McGavin, Kim Gillingham... Scott Pollan as the Red Skull and Matt Salinger as the Marvel Comics hero, Captain America. All right, whatever that trailer was. Wow, I kneeled for that entire trailer. You kneeled. You respectfully, knee respectfully. Respectfully, kneeled. yeah. I, I don't know why you were kneeling. Yeah, I kneeled, flag. you breened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> so we start out... I, Brownie points. They actually use the exact same font for Captain the Lo- Captain America logo for the logo of this movie, straight off the comic book. So nice. there, this I will give this movie one credit. It is a lot more true to the comic than Red Browns. Yeah, ones that were just pulling shit out their ass. That's what infuriated me as a young comic fan too, because they were like, and and we're re-entering that new phase of that with the the newer movies. We're like, fuck this comic shit. I'm a Hollywood big shot. I know what people want, yeah. and then they just give you shit. That was the only reason why people are into comic book movies because somebody came up with the idea, like, "Hey, why don't we like use the source material that people have loved for decades and get the people who worked on these to consult us?" Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you have this huge boom, and now it's getting to the point where they're like, "We don't." They started firing all these comic consulting guys, yeah. and. And now they're gonna just, just make up shit. They like we're gonna have dumb shit all over again. We're gonna have Richard Pryor with a comp- fucking nineteen eighties computer and fighting Superman. <laughs> Unlike COVID, the curves get to flatten and hard. Yeah, it is. <laughs> they don't know because they like they think they struck gold with like Guardians of the Galaxy. Like we know how to do it because if you, if you if you're not a comic book fan, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie has no fuck all to do with the comic book. At least yeah. the original one. None of those characters were in it. But uh. I, I mean, just don't want to talk about Captain America. <laughs> Apparently, I'm doing everything in my, my power to not talk about Captain I was, America. I, was t- I said right when you got in the door, I was like, I could not watch this movie a second time. I no. couldn't do it. It was boring. It's boring. And it's like an hour and 45 minutes long. And it's hour and 37. My cut was. Did You Oof, did, You watched long. the YouTube, right? Yeah. I think that's the only – we're not going to pay for this. I, yeah. So I think YouTube – it's on YouTube if you want to hurt yourself. And uh, – did you notice, like, a lot of the Italian or, like, no, they were like, they would just throw a subtitle out there every once in a while? Yeah, what the fuck? I'm sure you... It was like when I was complaining about my fucking Netflix, where yep. it was like, is this, what's going on? I, I was thinking, of, every time there's no subtitles now, I think of you, <laughs> because I'm like, Murray is sitting somewhere griping. I think they fixed it, because I watched the show recently, and I didn't have that issue. Okay, that's so, good. So, thank you, Netflix, for fixing your fucking platform. So... 
our movie here. We open up. We're in Italy. By the way, I want this is a very progressive movie. There's a lot of progressive shit we'll talk about as we get through this thing. But the first one is I love the fact that they're like, you know what? We all know Captain America's main enemy are the Nazis. Yeah. We don't want to offend German people. So we're not we're going to make it the Italians <laughs> are the enemy. Everybody loves Italians. So and by the way, it's that. Italy. I didn't forget about World War II. We know your dirty secret. You fucking sucking Hitler's dick. We remember. Yeah. They're like, it wasn't us. It was the Japanese <laughs> and, the, and the Germans. There is a lot of made in Japan jokes in this movie. Yes, there is. <laughs> and we'll show he's a man out of time. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're in Italy. Red Skull is fucking Italian for some reason. So, you know, his most famous enemy of all time. See, this is what I'm talking about. Where there are people like, comic schmomics. Does he have to be Nazi? Mm. Can he be Italian? So we get the, we see this fucking young boy. They're doing a, a piano recital. Yep. They got this weird recording device, which looks yes. like it's out of X-Files or something. That was looking <laughs> crazy. Right. And they're recording it because this kid's so damn good. He is a prodigy. He's the five-year-old prodigy who's going to go well, on. Well, he's like. 12 or something like that. Oh, okay. I thought he was yeah. really young. No. But, I mean, you know he's going to be going through the bar scene when he's, he's like the 18, next Beethoven. strung out on drugs, <laughs> playing the piano <laughs> with his butt for nickels or something. <laughs> but at this point... He's the next Ben Folds 5, <laughs> what he is. He's going to do covers of rap songs. Is that what that's, what, that's what Ben Folds does. Oh, Which, sad. they're kind of wonderful, it's but at the same sad. time, it is sad. And, yeah, so I think Mussolini himself busts in. It's a guy who's they're made to look like Mussolini. And they bust in, and they're like, we, he's the smartest kid in town. We want him for our experiment. <laughs> and they're like, you cannot have him, my child. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah? And then they start going to unload. Meanwhile, it's all getting recorded yeah. for posterity. Yeah. You see the you know, guns going off. I recognized another character. We saw him last week in uh, Katevin. I saw Vinny. He was there. Vinny? Yeah. He was probably an escaped Nazi like soldier. Like mm-hmm. he, he yeah. worked at the death camps and then he's like, I'm gonna open my 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 he, he, uh, my, my Mexican slash Italian restaurant. <laughs> he worked at, on the kitchen staff for the for the Italian Nazis and then he fled to Mexico where he learned to love both Italian and Mexican food. That's love the backstory it. of Vinny. I love it. So we, we it's basically Come a Mussolini on. massacre. Everybody's just slaughtered, but a young boy, I forget his name. We're going to call him Red Skull because that's who he becomes. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch the name. I you didn't... know what? There's, I actually caught the name because she's never, only one time is she called by her name. Oh, the doc. Valentina, the doc... His, his Red Skull's daughter. Oh, yes. Okay. She's only referred to one time by a random goon who's calling her on the phone. Yeah. So right. I, I caught that for you. I miss... Valentina is her name. I miss so many names in this movie. So we get we get to Fortress Lorenzo. I guess after Lorenzo Lamas. Oh yes, yes. And uh, they, of course, like every mad scientist, you got to be in a castle to have your like experiments. Oh yeah. And we see like some scientist, and he's like, "Check out like our latest like uh, experiment." And he, there's this cage with a cover on it, and it's <sighs> shaking and everything. <sighs> they pull it off, and we get this great stop motion animation Red Skull Rat. Oh. It's like the size of like a small dog, big cat. Yep. And it looks all fucked up. He has no hair. It's red and scully looking. It's got teeth. It looks Just normal teeth. Looks scary. And then we see like, all right, we're gonna do do that to that. And he points <laughs> to like what? Like because they're because we're you know we're in the we're not even in World War Two. This is like seven years before World yes, War Two. Yes, this or is before World War Two. So they're trying to get their own version of Captain America by the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah. So. 
They put the boy in a chair and they put a weird mask on his face. Yeah, they got like the. It's just like uh, almost like Green Lantern's little face mask, but it has yeah. extra yeah, you know, wings mask. to it. Yeah. yeah. And they're strapping him in. It's like a whole metal apparatus, something David Lynch would come up with. Wasn't it like an electric chair-looking thing? Or? It was an electrical chair. I, I, I believe uh, they connected some nodes to it as well. Okay. And uh, we just see our uh, one hero doctor here, Dr. Vaselli, who probably yeah. worked through COVID times as well. Right. But she she puts up a heavy protest. He's just it, a boy! Uh, all the doctors what's like, the matter you? All the doctors like, shut the fuck up. They're, they're going to murder the fuck <laughs> out of you. She's like, I wore my good shoes today. I'm ready to run. And run she does. And she leaps through her window while they're shooting at her. And then they just forget about her. Yeah. I guess they're like, yeah, we got her. Yeah. I like how they do this. She leaps through a window, and in slow motion, we see it just fade away, and then we cut to and then seven you see, years Well, later. you see, like, like lights flashing in the inside of the fortress. Oh, yeah. He's like, ah, and he's screaming. You hear a little boy scream, ah, my house. Mamma mia. And so, cut seven years later, 1943. All right, now we're getting into the World War II. Scrawny Steve Rogers. He's got a little gimp leg, too. He's got polio. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I didn't catch that either. And so, he's gimping around, and he's like, why not? Like, fuck, my life's useless. Why not just give myself the experiment? Yeah. Apparently, they had auditions for this. I don't know. Like, this is a super secret project. Super secret project. They went around to talent shows because this, you know, it's the 40s, so they were still doing that type of thing in little communities. Little vaudeville. Little vaudeville. You know, it's little Stevie Rogers. He's got that perfect blonde eye. He's got a tap routine. Blonde? Very, very impressive. Blonde eye, blue hair is what I was about to say. (laughs) His eyes were very blonde. (laughs) So... So he, he, he won the contest. He's having a big party with all the community. They're all just yeah, wishing him well. House. Big going away party. But then he's like, where's my girl Bernie? Where's she at? Where's my girl Bernie? <laughs> and I, I want this is a nice touch because this Bernie was Bernie Rosenthal, which was I, I wish I had scratched with us. He would know all about. Yeah, he loved he this character. He would. He was she was in the comics, okay. but she was uh, Steve's. 1980s girlfriend so like the early 80s, she was kind of a brash feminist kind of jewish girl and she took no shit kind of girl okay and then she kind of dis- disappeared like some like whoever like i think john byrne when he wrote it he or, or, or jd Demathis, but uh someone was like fuck this character and they were like wrote her out. she just <laughs> oh. disappeared oh like an aw character right <laughs> and so i like that little nice touch to the pe- like you know the comics yeah some and nods. She, yeah, and she's all like, I, I, I'm going to die without you, Steve. I love you. And he's like, don't worry. You know, it's just a temporary thing. I'm yeah, going to get rid of this polio, God. and I'll be good as new. Exactly. All they're going to do is cure me of polio. I'm going to go overseas, fight the whole Nazi. Kill Hitler, and we'll be All back. by myself. No big deal. Be right yeah. back. And she's you like, know? well, oh, she's like, oh, okay. You know, all I need you to do is keep it warm. <laughs> That's true. And Worm, she does keep it. Oh. And so Dr. Vaseline shows up, and she's like, oh, Steve, come on. Get in the car. Let's go. One week later, go up to this diner. We see uh, some military brass. One played by Bill Mummy, Will Robinson from Lost in Space. Oh, nice. Okay. And uh, they go uh, into a, a, a coat check room. And they pull the lever on one of the coat handles. Yeah. And then the secret door. It's all a big front. So, like, the. They, you, they, they, they said a password to the yep, waitress. Salisbury steak, hold the ketchup, which that's absurd. <laughs> yeah. You can't have Salisbury steak without ketchup. Come on. <laughs> and so, well, that's what you know it's a password. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
So they go down the secret labs down there. I don't know why it's not on a military base, but hey, whatever. <laughs> it's so convenient that the lab is. They actually in... built the. Why? Why would you build like a diner on top of this lab? And why did you like? There's so many spies who wanted the Project Rebirth, like the secrets, because Doctor Vasili has all of them in her head, all the knowledge in her head. Yes. Here's the very, another thing that's very uh, forward thinking. It's Doctor Erskine. In the comic books, he was a man, and they made a woman know all, right, all that, of this. Yeah, there we like, go. Did because we said they toured the country looking for uh, you know a possible super serum subject. I thought it was like a Willy Wonka thing where you had like a candy bar. Okay, and if you got like the gold ticket, <laughs> I'm fine with this. <laughs> but it's just funny, much like Willy Wonka, that they happened to find the person in the same town that the secret lab was built in. Was it in the same? I didn't know. Yes. Okay. It was a block away because later on, <laughs> Steve takes oh, Sharon there. True. And it takes some five minutes Yeah, there's to get a lot there. of convenient shit yeah. happening in this movie. And so they take him down. They, they immediately, like, strap him in. We, we meet uh, uh, some colonel. I don't remember his name. And he's got the Burt Reynolds stash. And he's yeah. like, that man's going to be. Because like, he reveals that. They're going to keep his name secret. He's yep. Captain America from now on. You refer to that man as Captain America. He is going to save, and we're going to build an army of these super soldiers. Yeah. Steve Rogers no longer exists. He's Captain America. And they're talking about – they were, like, comparing him to other heroes. He's like, well, he's not going to be as strong as the Hawk. He'll be pretty cool, though. You know, he'll still be, like, kind of a twerp, but it'll be strong. And he's, Yes, he's going to be the peak human level, like an Olympic athlete level. He's not going to be yeah. super strong. Yeah. Well, he's going to be the peak limit that a man, a human being could reach. And he'll be able to take a punch or two. Punch or two. And he'll automatically know how to throw a shield. Automatically. In the way he – that was what took me out of this. I was like, okay, the shield's better. But Reb, when he threw it, he put all of his might into it. Well, yeah. Went, yeah! <laughs> threw it. Thank you. He did uh, – <laughs> Who was that guy? Howard Dean. That was, that was a perfect Howard Dean I was just there. Th- I yeah. was going to say. Nice Man Howard of a million voices. You're, you're, you're lost, Hollywood. <laughs> but but uh, our Steve Rogers in this movie, he's like flipping his wrist. And he's so strong. That's yeah, why he can do it. He's got wrists like Steve, well, we're, like we're, our very own yeah, Tim Murray right here. ahead of it. So, yeah, so they strap him into like a Frankenstein kind of gurney thing. Yeah. And this is the process, people. We're going to shine a spotlight on him. That's it. Nothing else. <laughs> And the doctor is standing right in front of the spotlight herself. She's pretty much like She's holding two his feet. Hand. She is. Yeah. She's like, "Don't worry, it's gonna be okay, Steve." <laughs> and then a fucking one. Some guy comes up, and then he's like, "It's not about heritage. It's not about hate. It's about heritage." Uh-huh. And then he just fucking he goes, "Yeehaw!" And then shoots the fucking colonel, <laughs> shoots the doctor. And then and shoots fucking Cap. Yeah. Captain America gets up, takes a couple slugs he in the chest. He takes like five shots. They all go right through him. You see it. Yeah. Clear as day. So he's not. He's going to live. So yeah. He went right through him. This is five minutes after the operation. He's already all set. No big deal. He got up. He was right. able to move around just fine. And yeah, he absorbs yeah, then, bullets like nothing. And then he grabs that Civil War reenactor and hurls him into the fucking machinery and fucking electrocutes him. Civil War reenactor. <laughs> Oh, man. So, cut to, tw- like, 12 hours later, he's in the hospital. He's already healed. Yeah. Because of the super soldier serum. Yeah. And we learn from the colonel. He's tell- he's doing a little exposition. They're, they're, like, out in the... He's with somebody else out in the hallway. And Cap, Cap is, like, completely passed out as far as we know. But he's right. got this little black D20 in his hand. And he's just... <laughs> 
holding it, and then it disappears. Yeah. And yeah, we're he's becoming very alert to. Yeah, he's in the trash lodge right now. Yeah. And if you know what we're talking about, that was our Neil Breen episode. <laughs> and so the colonel's giving the exposition. He's like, he's like, well, he's ready, but we we there's a there's going to be a fucking they're going to shoot a rocket at White House tomorrow. Yeah. When is the rest of the army happy? He's like, there is no army. Yeah, that's it. He's it. Doctor Facili had all the secrets in her head. Yeah. And, and even though got- even though she didn't, we as we learned later on, she didn't, which yeah. really fucking pissed me off because it was really confusing. But he's like, no, she died with the fucking formula. That's it. Because the government would do that. They'd be like, we trust you. Just keep it in your head. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, that's it. He's the only cap, man. We even get like, oh, no, you know what? We just go straight to them on a plane. Straight to them. And he's in full uniform. He's got fatigues over his Captain America yes, uniform. Yes. He's like, man, this suit's not very camouflage ready. He's going on a night mission right now, and right. he is just just fucking blaring out that red, white, and blue. Right. Just letting it go. And he's like, dude, it's not about that. It's about what you symbolize, man. And we do get... It's like the Confederate flag. It's not about racism. Yeah, it's about heritage. About what our people did. Did you see the one where somebody recreated the, the, the two bars and replaced them with dicks? No, but I wish they'd do that to the Dukes of Hazzard episodes. I wish that... That was a good way to get away with it. I uh, would like that. It's like uh, on YouTube to get around some of the censoring that they do. You just speed up the movie or you slow it down or you put it in the corner. Just pop a couple dicks in there. No big deal. Dicks fix everything. Oh, and I so would. he's kind of like, he's like, okay, I get it. Great pep talk. I'm ready. Let's do it. He's like, yeah, I got that about five minutes of shield practice early and I think I'm ready for a mission. Yeah, you know, I flipped it a couple times. Uh, they yeah. do explain that the sh- I forget what the science of the suit was, but it was like, don't worry, Vasali designed it. We don't yeah. know much. It's in our brain as well, which we all know got curb <laughs> yeah. stomped and blown out. And yeah. That and the shield. We can't re- reproduce any of it. Yeah. You're it. They don't even talk about vibranium, which I'm sure was a problem for you guys yeah. growing up. Was. And, well, fucking Red Brown's vibrated enough. Maybe there was some vibration. <laughs> some vibranium in it. Uh, so, yeah, he parachutes out. Like, I love you, Bernie! And he jumps out, and he's like, fucking get a room. Get and then a room. Lands, rips off his fatigues, ready to hit Fortress Lorenzo. <laughs> and apparently everything happens at Fortress Lorenzo. And, uh, and I, I got some fucking Black Eagle vibes off that place, didn't you? It oh, looked, big time. That uh, probably was it. <laughs> I, I thought it looked familiar. I think yeah. it might be. Yeah, they filmed on Malta, too. Yeah. And so he sneaks in. Apparently... Red Skull's taking over. He's giving Mussolini orders. He's just like, all right, we're going to shoot off the rocket right now. Yeah. Well, come on. His face is all fucked up. Yeah, I mean, a, if you're supposed to be some kind of evil group, of course you're going to let that go. Yeah, I love the kid Like, fully embraces evil. He was just like, hey, when in Rome? Yeah. No pun intended because they're probably in Rome. And he's just like. It. He was groomed. He was probably groomed. <laughs> he was groomed. Well, oh, shit. Yeah, we learned his hair's groomed later on. <laughs> oh, but, boy. yeah, he's looking like the Red Skull, a shitty version of the Red Skull. But yeah. he does look like the Red Skull. So this whole mission is in fast forward. When it when it started, I was like, oh, my God, this movie cuts right to the chase. Why we do didn't people- even get a training montage. I was waiting for that. Yeah. But no. This is our training montage, and it takes place over seven minutes. But- They're so confident in Project Reaper. It's like, you don't even need to train. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you talked. They're going to kill the president with a rocket. They gave you the exposition and him saying, I practiced for five minutes <laughs> off screen. Yeah. We're good. But. He obviously knows nothing because he walks right up to the base, gets caught immediately, and, and is like, oh, wait, I can throw my shield at this guy. And then he, like, flips a car over. 
He just gets well. He drags the car and uses it as a shield. That's right. Yeah, that's right. He takes him out, but he 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 gets through several guys, gets right in the base, and walks right up to fucking Red Skull, who's like on some kind of big. It's like a catwalk. Catwalk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was right by the missile site. Right. Yeah. He's like he's supervising. Oh, he's yeah. His he's, crowning achievement. He's doing his nice, like, Scorpio speech, you know, yeah. talking about how the missiles could destroy the White House and or whatever. Evil capitalist pigs, all that good shit. Yeah. And Cap's like, not if I can help it. I'm here for America and to beat your butt. And then he hurls the fucking uh, shield at, Cap- at Red Skull. Red Skull just catches it. Brother! <laughs> Brother man! And he's like, oh, wow, good toss. And doesn't he throw it back at He Steve? throws it back at his feet, and it crashes through the concrete, which was cool. I yeah. like that. that was so we cool, see but... they're on level ground. Even though Red Skull's totally fucked up looking, he's got the same level strength and yeah. speed the and super, all that shit. Yeah, the, it, despite it being ages before, the super serum works yeah. real good. It just, it just yeah, makes you look like an ugly motherfucker. Yeah. And fucking goddamn, he's, he's learned Cap has no training, so Red Skull beats the fuck out of him. Yeah. This is good. I mean... Red Skull. And he's how- selling. He's selling like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah, Cap. Yeah. Cap knows how to take a punch. And Red Skull knows how to deliver a punch. So it's working. It's right. working for me. I was really enjoying Takes that him part. out. Stra- and this is another callback to the comic. He, they, Even though Baron Zemo did it in the comic book, and Bucky was involved as well. Oh, interesting. He straps him to this rocket. It wasn't, I don't, I don't remember. I, don't, I think the rocket was just some, to kill Cap in the comic. But this is one that's going to go straight to Washington, D.C. Yep. Right in the White House. And he's like, Cap's like, well, if I'm coming, you're going with me. And he grabs fucking, this is how hardcore Red Skull is. Yeah. I would chop off Captain America's Captain hand. hand. He chops his own fucking hand off. Yeah. <laughs> that, I didn't even, I didn't even that's, consider that, honestly. I'm just like, oh, cool. That, but right. That's what you do, man. You just show that you're crazy. You just, like, yeah. It's like in the prison. You just show you're fucking nuts, and then people leave you the fuck alone. Exactly. So oh. if you chop your own fucking hand off. Dude, maybe we don't have much history on Red Skull. Maybe he went through the prison system. Maybe toughen him up. Interesting. I like this. We're building up. This movie needs help. So yeah. Merman Productions, <laughs> of course, giving giving it a little help here. So the rocket takes off, and then we cut to Washington D.C. Some a kid on a field trip from Springfield, Adorable Ohio, kid. His Middle mom, America. His mom, you know, had took him there with her uh, her her well side. Side piece, right? Clearly, she wanted him to learn that. about all these evil white men that yes. fucking gave rise to this country. I hope in the next fifty years we tear down this statue <laughs> and this statue, and uh, yeah, this statue over here has got to go. And he's just like, "Mom, I just want to take pictures. I just want to take some pictures." And she's like, "It's three in the morning." Oh, I see. There's a woman undressing across. That's who you're taking pictures of. Get to bed, Mister. Get to bed, and take your fucking Dakota ring with you. Yeah, yeah. Get that Dakota ring. And he goes, oh, mom, all right. And then as soon as she goes back to sleep, I wasn't her side piece because they were in separate beds. I, yeah, that's what's confusing me. That was her husband, probably. She didn't, her husband, she didn't let her husband touch her since he was born. That's right. Okay. So he sneaks out again because he hears some shit. Because they're right across the street. They're on the other side of Pennsylvania Avenue. They're right across the street from They're probably at the water Watergate. Yeah. And he sees something up in the sky. It's that rocket. Oh, yeah. And he pulls out his trusty little Made in Japan camera and it's super telescopic lens. He sees Captain America on the rocket. Yeah. It's probably fucking a thousand feet in the air. <laughs> Captures it, click. And then he, like, he runs outside to get it. Yeah. And he, then, he's like 
on the front porch of the White right. House. Yes. We didn't need security back then. We trusted people Exactly. Back then. There was no gate. There was no barriers. I really don't think there was back then. I don't yeah. think there was a fence. And so as Cap sees his kids, he goes, and he punches the side of the rocket, which makes the trajectory go up. up it, yeah. barely, it fucking splits some of the hairs on the kid's head. He barely, yeah. barely hits them. Still has the little scar for, to the, you know, we're going to see him later. But And he just flies back off in the other direction. He goes straight to Belaska. Wow. Belaska. Thank God he landed in America, even though it wasn't America at the time. So Tom, is, we're going to learn this kid's name is Tom. He is just like, oh, my sweet Lord. I got the greatest picture of all time. That was a superhero. And we cut. <laughs> Even the, though we don't have any superheroes, but he noticed that was that, a superhero. In, in this world, apparently we do, because uh, I think he goes straight over to his buddy Sam. Goes to his buddy Sam. Then he comes back home to good old Mill America, Springfield, Ohio. Uh-huh. His buddy Sam's there looking like fucking uh, Ralphie from uh, Christmas Story. Yep. And he's got, I love, pencil. most people have a pencil behind their ear. He puts mm-hmm. it behind his glasses. Yes. Nice touch. Very nice touch. And he's like, I'm telling you, look at this picture, this grainy-ass Loch Ness Monster-level snapshot of Cap. Yeah. Like, look at this. It's got to be a superhero. I don't know what a superhero is, but this has got to be it. I swear Sam was like, well, can't be the Flaming Torch. I thought he was. He was, yeah, yeah. but I think... I thought, was that for real? I mean, I thought he was just talking about comic book characters. Was That's he, what I mean, though. Yeah, he's like, so they not had the, not the Human Torch. Little callback to some more Marvel history. Yeah, what wasn't the Submariner? <laughs> and he's like, it's got to be some. Yeah, it's a superhero. I, I believe you, man. And we're gonna dedicate our lives to finding out what this is. I'll never forget it. So then we get this night. This is a new montage for us. We're seeing a montage through newspapers. The old that they used to this, this classic montage. They used to love to do this. Yeah. So we see like and it goes through the forties. Like we won World War Two through the fifties. Happy Days is on TV through the sixties. We're and, fucking and doing drugs. And we're seeing like uh, how this little kid Tom, uh, I forget his last name, Klepinski or something. How no. he is just fucking excelling. He's. He is the smartest kid. He's the pianist of all time. I want to say his name was Tom Kimball. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, and we're, we're just slowly seeing him grow up until finally. Inspired by that snapshot. He's just like, I'm dedicating my life. Snapshot. Loch Ness snapshot. And so, yeah, he's like the chief boy. He's Eagle Scout at three. Yeah. He, and it was just crazy because he's 10 when we meet him. <laughs> yeah. And we see he's like top of his class. He's a congressman. Now he's 1990s. He's president. Yeah, he fucking ran on Green New Deal. Yes. What's with these 90 movies and being, like, super environmental? Well, we cared at one time. But yeah. I wanted, and I, I'm glad what you brought that up because happened? Bernie Sanders has gone on record as saying this movie inspired the Green New Deal. I thought like, so. I was a fan of Captain America. And I think it's a really great idea. I believe that Red Brown should have been uh, the Captain America. <laughs> Red Brown is my Captain America. <laughs> but he did a pretty good job. Pretty good job. And I, and, he gave, and this gave me the, the idea for the Green New Deal. It's kind of got an Obama thing to yeah, as well. well. He's, he's, just, that's, how, that's how inspirational people talk. I just I, I like this, too, because we get the general walking in. We have President Tom. He's in the White House. By the way, President, he's never wearing a suit. He's always wearing jeans. He's got like a whole dad outfit going on. Dad on he's the a weekend. man of the people like Bernie. That's a good call. That's a good call. I like it. And so, yes, we meet General Fleming, played by, ironically, the dad from A Christmas Story. Nice. And Kolchak. 
Okay. And he's the pawn of big business. He's like, look, man, I don't, I'm not feeling this Green New Deal shit. Yeah. Like, I love plastic. I love plastic. I love He's making... just like littering in the Oval Office to show how his disdain yeah. for the Green New Deal. Yeah, he's got um, he's got one of those like nesting egg toy things where it's just all plastic and there's like one Makes piece sense because he's a pawn of Russia. Oh, I like it. And... And uh, the the fucking Tom's like, deal with it, motherfucker. Yeah, we're slashing your military budget. We got fuck. We got gonna... so many other progressive things to put that money into. Right, we're gonna defund the police. We're, gonna, we're oh. doing it all, baby. Holy shit! And fucking like any good conservative, he flips his shit and runs immediately to the Red Skull. Yeah. <laughs> and we learn that the Red Skull, he's 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 he became a huge big business. He's like Donald Trump. He's like yeah. a successful businessman, real estate. Yeah. And he used all of his money to fix his face, and now he looks like a craggy face white guy is yep. a craggy face red guy. Yep. He has scar needs... across his face still. He's got the fucking hair plugs, hair yep. plug for men. <laughs> he just needs the orange face. He's got himself. apparently a robotic hand because he never fucking like his hand's perfectly fine. His yeah, fake hand. yeah. I never really. He wears I... a black glove on it to let yeah. you know it's not a real hand. Yeah, I like it. I wish he would have done, like, the Game of Death thing and had, like, the hand with the claws and shit. So we get the classics, like, fuck, what was it? What was the Simpsons, the Stonemasons? Was that the secret? Yeah, uh, yeah Stonemasons. Stonemasons, like, like, little thing where we got all the evil white men of the world, like, yep. united. And so Ed Skull's at the head of the table, and his daughter Valentina's there. And Fleming's like, I don't know about this. And we learn that fucking, not only is Skull, like, fucking a successful businessman, he was, fine, he was behind the death of JFK. RFK, MLK, name your K. He was behind the death of it. Jesus. But, and, and then Fleming's like, well, how about we do that like what you did with MLK? He's like, no, uh, that was so 60s. <laughs> Nowadays, uh, we put brain implants in the people. Brain implants? That was the plan? Brain implant. I'm going to control your out of control, Presidente. <laughs> I, I did not catch that. Yes. And so that's the new thing. Like it's passe to fucking assassinate people. All right, poor people do that. <laughs> and he's uh, like, we get we, we. I believe we're ending the scene here. We get the slow crawl away camera, and they're all just having a maniacal laugh together. <laughs> Fleming's the last one to join in because he's like, "Am I turning my back on my country?" No, my country turned its back on me. Right. I'm and doing the right thing. And if I get caught, I'm gonna. Fucks the subpoena and write a book about it. And, and then you'll then, find out about all the shit Red Skull was behind. And then I'm going to say it's God's will. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Let's cut back Cap. We're like, it's, I think it was the, the, the Arctic uh, uh, camp right next to the things Arctic camp. Yes. These guys were looking for buried humans, apparently. Yes, they were. <laughs> and they stumble on Captain America. We see a little like middle finger, like a little thumbs up sticking out of the yep. ice. And they're like, hey, look at here. We found something. Thank God he's on American soil. I would never trust the Canadians with a fucking frozen cap. They'd probably yeah. put him in a fucking museum or some Good shit. Good thing we took Alaska, you know? Exactly. We paid for it. Yeah. And they cut him out in a perfectly like shaped rectangle of ice. I don't know how they did it, but don't worry. Movie magic. It's in there. They got him in the tent, and they, they, I guess it's boiling hot in that tent, apparently, because they... <laughs> The ice starts melting. We see, I like he's in ice, yet he can move around inside the ice. Here's what I'm guessing. They, we couldn't hear it because they didn't have the rights to it at the time, but I'm pretty sure Shimmy Slide was playing in the background. Ding, 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 yeah, everybody's sliding ding, 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 into that. It's getting hot. It's getting, getting sexy. Hot damn. Hot damn indeed. That, I, that probably explains why Cap said that when he busted out of the ice. Yeah. 
You have uh, the main scientist. He's talking on the phone, and the next thing you know, Cap like explodes the ice block, and he's out. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Indeed. And so our scientist like. Grabs his camera, takes a quick picture. Yeah, he like st- stumbles out of the tent and starts walking away. Yeah, he just he's like I'm gonna walk back to America now. Good thing <laughs> uh, my buddy Forrest Taft. Wait, Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. No, oh, Forrest Taft. Who is our? Who? Who is? Yeah. I, I keep well, when you said walking, I thought you meant Forrest Gump. But yeah. Forrest, you're right. Forrest Taft. No, I think he was gonna get a hitch ride with Forrest Taft. Oh, okay, and, because he's the Alaskan. But he man. couldn't see the forest <laughs> for the trees. <laughs> Uh, so he's just aimlessly walking the earth. He's doing a cane number from Kung Fu. <laughs> oh, and like he stumbles it. into Canada. Meanwhile, the that mysterious picture that you just alluded to the 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 Galaxy guy took makes it to the makes it to the newspapers. And we learn that Sam now is working at the Washington Dispatch, the greatest uh tabloid in Washington, apparently. Yes. And he calls up. He's got the hotline for fucking Tom. He's like, Tom. He's got a direct line. President is sitting at the desk, <laughs> feet up. We're, we got a no f- shoes on. No shoes on. Jeans and just like a un- half unbuttoned shirt. Just letting that chest hair out. And I want to point this out. I thought I thought this was a nice touch. Did you recognize the president was in Deliverance as the guy who did the dueling banjo with the, the inbred hillbilly? Oh. Sam was the guy who got raped and squealed like a pig. No shit. So they were friends oh. in Deliverance, and, and now they're friends in Captain America. Wow, I like that. That's a you got Ronnie touch. Cox, who's also famous for playing the asshole uh, bad guy in RoboCop as nice. a president, and we got Ned Beatty who likes to squeal like a pig. Dude, I fucking love this. So he busts out his dad wallet because he's sitting. <laughs> he's got, the president has a fucking dad. He had eight credit cards in there. Why no pictures of his family, but still has that snapshot. Even our assassin later has more pictures <laughs> of her family. God, I hate this guy. Wait, why? why? Yeah, um, he's trying to help <laughs> save the world. So so he busts out his newspaper, and then he pulls out that glossy. Again, no pictures of a kid, but that fucking Loch Ness monster grainy ass thing. Of Captain. And he's like, it's got to be. That's it. All of a sudden, everyone knows Captain America, yet his first mission was the mission we discovered. Yeah. Which was a secret mission. Yet everyone knows Captain America now. I, so I don't crazy. know. It's so crazy. But they're like, yeah, man, it's fucking, it's Captain America. Me, who would have known? Red Skull has a subscription to the Washington Dispatch. Yeah. So he's like, Mamma mia, my brother. <laughs> and he goes to his daughter. We we only learn her name Valentina like fucking an hour later. But he just goes, get over here. Not a lot of names are brought up in this movie. You take a care of her because she's like, you can just see she wants her father's approval. And so she gets her group that's called, and this, they're actually referred to in the credits, the Perfect Young Italians. This is what's happening to my brain right now. You keep going into the Italian accent. I keep thinking about Red Skull and his fucked up face right now and the slick back hair. Ghost, that's all I can think about. This is going to be a version <laughs> of Papa Amaritis or whatever. Could be. I, yeah, you're probably right. It probably was the inspiration for that mask he wears now. Yeah. And he just put the mustache on to throw people off. And so apparently... I don't, they put a tracker on Cap. I don't know how everyone stumbles on Cap. Cap's just wandering aimlessly in the woods in Canada. But yeah, did they have a reason for it? They just no. I believe uh, Red Skull just said he's in Canada. 
No, he doesn't know where the fuck. He's like, find him. No, they knew. They knew kind of where. They knew he uh, okay, showed up. They in knew Alaska. he was in a huge country. He's somewhere in North America. <laughs> find him. And fucking Sam does the same thing. He just is like his fucking cap sense is tingling. Sam just hits the road. Happens <laughs> to be on the road that Captain is running alongside. Right. Oh. And while and so does fucking Valentina. She's had to show up with her PYIs. They fly in on some choppers. I love that they're out to murder a man. We're used to our villains wearing like jeans, maybe like a blazer, some windbreaker. They're like dressed like they're business people. Well, because they're they're pretty young Italians. Italians are stylish, dude. They, that's a good point. Like well, it. they ju- they have jumpsuits. They have color coordinated jumpsuits. Valentina's got the red one because she's the daughter of the Red Skull. And then oh, she's you know got what? She's, when, they, when they got on the dirt yeah. bikes, they did. She's got right. a female hench, and yeah. then they have a male hench. Yeah, very progressive. I like that. And they start shooting at Cap, and he, you think he'd be like, "Oh shit, maybe I should use this shield I have." But we learned like he, he's only been using the shield for five minutes, so he, I would use a shield to deflect bullets, but yeah. he just runs. He just runs. He gets shot, gets grazed. Yeah. Runs out in the street. Luck would have it. Sam just happens to be. He's just searching Canada for the he, past day. He's doing one of those things where he's not looking at the road. He's got the map up in front of him. Then he pulls it down for a second. And it's like, oh, my God, there's a man on the road. So he swerves over. Get on in. Because he sees that there's yeah, gunfights happening. It right. looked like our opening scene. And I'm of, sure he recognizes that it's Captain America because he's wearing Captain America Captain costume. America's I mean, it looked like the opening scene to Angel Town. There's just a random <laughs> gang fight. Sam's sitting there watching. Sam smiling. had a cane, and he's hitting people with it. They <laughs> hop in. Angel's there. <laughs> and they take off. And then uh, Sam starts, like, he's like, oh, my God, you're Captain America. How do I know that? And and then he has a scrapbook for something. Like, what? where did this shit come from? He has all this information in the scrapbook about Captain America. Yeah. Yes, Captain America had one fucking mission. One mission. And it was a secret mission. I guess it was a Freedom of Information Act thing. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, FOIA. So Sam is just fucking hitting Cap with information. He's asking him questions. Cap is like, fake news, fake news. I know you're a spy. And Sam's just like, you're a fucking idiot. He talks to him like one of, you know how you talk to people online. You don't do that face-to-face because right. you're going to get your fucking face punched And, and then in. Cap, he's seeing shit. He's seeing that this fucking... Pocket pussy has is made in Japan. Cause Sam gets lonely. Yeah, well, yeah. And then he sees a car is made no, in Germany. Look, we can't shame guys for having sex to <laughs> yeah. too. Come on. Yeah. What's with What's next? Society? I know. And he's just like, oh my god. It was it was it was actually the uh, what the fuck did we call it? Excelsior of two thousand. Yes, the Excelsior yeah. two thousand. No, they are made in Japan. They were back then. Yes. <laughs> and uh we see the fucking the car is the fuck he's Fucking punks driving a fucking non-American car. Yeah, he was driving a Volkswagen. Fucking piece of That's shit. What it was. How dare yeah. you, Sam? So Cap is just like, you know, Sam, because Sam hits on uh, Doctor Faselli. Yeah. And Cap'n's like, okay, I gotta get the fuck out. I gotta yeah, get rid of this well, guy. Well, yeah. Cap's like, he's like, oh, I'm not feeling so well. Upset I'm stomach. I'm- and then he looks at the fucking. I, this, he took me out of it. He looks right at the camera and goes. Winks, he goes, diarrhea. And then immediately Sam's like, don't you dare shit in my car. This is, this, oh. this is leather seats, motherfucker. Ah! Get out. 
So Cap gets out. He's grabbing his fucking stomach. He's like, oh. And then he's like, I need help. This, I don't know. This is the first time I've ever worn the suit. I thought there was a flap in back. I don't know how to get out of the suit. So Sam's like, I'll help you. Oh and then God. he's like, zoink. And he like, and so he just walks past Sam, gets in the car, and takes off. I, I like this because this is a back to the foreshadow. We're going to bring this up several times throughout right. the movie. And I love it. I love that Captain America has a gag. Yeah. And he's he had fucking oh. straight up diarrhea problems. So he starts driving along. He just takes off. Sam's just like, oh, what do I do now? Strand Sam in the middle of Canada. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, they were in, in Dakota at this point. I think I thought they were in Dakota, and then I no, thought Cap goes were up to California, and then he somehow comes back. I, it's so stupid. He drives until he runs out of gas, and then he hitches around. No, because he's still in Canada. Because why? They got an emulsion truck. That's it. I knew there was Canada. Okay, yeah, it gets an emulsion <laughs> truck. And then they, t- then of course, Molson people in fucking L.A. love their Molson, so that that truck's going right there, straight to L.A. Yep. Hitches a ride. Rex uh, starts wrecking. He's the palm trees. He's like, I'm in L.A. Yep. Hops out, and uh, he hitches the rest of the way back to his hometown. Of Venice. I think I think it was Santa Barbara. Okay. But well, first of all, he's on the beach. He's just seeing some fucking punk rockers. Give me a cigarette. And he's like, what? And he's never seen that. He's from the 40s. Yeah. Sees a fucking chick with a flat ass. He's like, those aren't the asses I remember. <laughs> and he's just totally like a fish out of water. He's just confused. And he's like, oh, I know where Bernie is. I got to talk to Bernie. She always grounded me. Yeah. So he goes there. He goes to their house. A car pulls up. Yeah. Young blonde gets out. Yeah. He, this- get, he gets outside of her door and he's just like awestruck by the house. And because he's like... He finally recognizes something. Yeah, you know? he's being told that he's in the future, and he's not believing it. Then he sees that house, and he's like... he He's just having such a hard time. And then that car pulls up, and he's freaking out about that, because it looked like a pretty old car, too. So he's like, what year is it? And, uh, yeah, this woman pops out. Awful styled hair. Looked like well, it was, it was 90. It was yeah. fits, the, fit the time. And uh, she's got some Molson. And he's like, well, who are, where, where's Barney? And she's like, what the fuck, creep? Yeah, you're she, like trying to groom me. And he's just <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. And then an old lady pops out. Steve, is that you? Oh. And he's like, Bernie. And it's like, Steve. He's like, she just face palms her husband and walks out. Yeah. And just runs in his arms. Because oh. he's still looking hunky. He's fucking still in his 20s. Well, yeah, he's still She's in... an old bag now. She's an old bag now. And I did not notice. This is one thing I'll give the, the movie. Sharon, we learned, that's her daughter, the blonde. Sharon, she played Bernie. That's yeah. the same actress. I didn't pick that up. Yeah. I did not pick that it up. It creeped me out. Oh, well, they, it worked on me. Yeah. So, we, so it's... Uh, which makes sense why you never see them together in any scenes. We don't have the budget to do a split screen. Yeah. But uh, so he, they reminisce. She's, tell, she's like, look, I kept it warm as long as I could, but I wanted to have a child. Cap is, like, furious. He's, like, sitting there He's like, old-fashioned. I want to fuck you right now, but you've been fucking that jack guy in the other room. And it's like, I waited for you for 16 years. And upon hearing that, he's like, 16 years? Really? Yeah. He could have, not 18? Really? Really? He's like, I was, my eggs were drying up. I wanted to have a child. And Cap finally is like, 
Well, okay. I am a little more into your daughter these days anyways. Like, I, I yeah. hugged you earlier and she, I can feel some She's keeping it warm. You're, when, when I you grab, can't get a what? When I grab your daughter's cakes, that was firm. I want I want some of that uh, cantaloupe. So he's like, what was your daughter's name again? He's totally forgot about her. Yeah. He's just like, and she's okay with it. She's so, like, so uh, much so that he's, she's. <laughs> Bernice is like, you should probably stay with Sharon <laughs> while you right. try to, you know, get back. Uh, well, you he's know. got a lot built up. He hasn't had sex in fucking forty five years. Jesus Christ, that's gonna be rough. Yeah, they explode. And so we check in with the skull. What's he up to? He's furious with Valentina. You have failed me again. Yeah. And she's like, look, Sam, that Sam, that reporter guy. That I don't know how we know him, but we know him. He's our lead. I've been bugging him. Yeah, hasn't Sam already made it back to, or was it just because of the newspaper? Well, Sam, first of all, got raped by some hillbillies and squealed yep. like a pig. And, up yes. and, and, okay. and the, he had a rough time in the Appalachian Trail, but he finally found his way to Washington. Okay. okay. He's back at the old dispatch. He, like, okay, How, for a secret mission, there's enough fucking files on this mission because Cap's got his scrapbook. Yeah. He had mentioned a diary that Dr. Vasili had, which nobody talked about through the entire movie. Nobody. And he's going through, like, I guess, the Freedom of Information Act. He's going through all the files on Project Rebirth. Yeah. He finds out uh, Steve Rogers' name, Captain America's name is Steve Rogers, yeah. and he sent a letter to Bernie. Because they have no address on Steve. That's right, yeah. While that's going on, I don't know how Red Skull's bugging them. So they're, they're listening in on his call. To, did he call Tom? I think he calls Tom to give him this information. Oh, of course he calls Tom. Uh, I believe. Yeah, I have no clue how they got the bug on Sam. <laughs> I don't know. How, I don't know how they knew about Sam. I guess they recognize. Maybe he's like the hottest. Well, well I, I forgot because Red Skull has a subscription to Washington Dispatch. So he's probably his favorite op-ed guy. So he's like the Sam Fat guy. I don't know his last name. <laughs> Fat guy. He he was there. Bug his room. <laughs> Bug his office. So, yes, yeah, so everybody now knows where Bernie lives because, yeah, because they're listening. Because, like you said, Sam, direct line to Tom, calls Tom. Tom, here's the deal. This guy, he's got a, he wrote a letter. Captain America, Steve Rogers, he wrote a letter to Bernice, whatever her last name is. Uh, not heavyweight or whatever no, Sam's they, last name was. Yeah, they didn't have – it wasn't Rosenthal. Yeah, but I was called back. Sharon is the name of another Captain America girl, Sharon Carter, who actually was in the new Captain America movies oh. and then just disappeared. Disappeared. But, so that, like I said, nice callbacks to some real characters in Cap's past. I like it. So yeah, like you were saying, Red Skull has the wiretap, so he hears that Sam's plan is to go by the president's fucking order, <laughs> like he's Rudy Giuliani or something. <laughs> go over to Ukraine, get the <laughs> go over to you know Bernice's house, find Steve Rogers. Tell him the president needs him. The president's got a great picture of him. Can you oh. autograph it? Yeah I, yeah, I need to get another picture, but I also yeah. need him to autograph this picture. And oh. so we cut to back to Bernie's. Uh, she, her husband's like, what's she got that I don't have? He's like, a functioning penis, first Fun- of all. Functioning Jim. penis. Jim. Yeah. And then we see that, like you Burmans. said, Cap is wanting to get, get up on Sharon. She has, he's over at Sharon's place. She's, she's like, these are called video cassettes. She's yeah. still telling them, keeping them up. She's watching current events. We're seeing the I Have a Dream speech. She's like, Laura. why is a black man on TV? Invasion USA. You know, you got to remember, he's a man of his time. Yeah. So that's why he said that about black people. Yes. He's like, why is that black American on TV? <laughs> and, uh, you know, but he's learning. He wants to learn. Yeah. White people, he wants to learn. He's trying. He's trying. 
And so while that's going on, cut back to Bernie. She's like, look, I'm tired of talking about your flaccid cock. Somebody's at the door. So and she opens the door. We get, we get a little bit of a scare. We get that tense music turned up to 11. Yeah, you, well, you think the PYIs are going to be behind that exactly. door. Exactly. PYIs? Pretty young Italians. Oh, okay. I like Perfect that. young Italians. Perfect. I'm mixing it up with PYT, pretty young things. Yes. And so <laughs> it's, it's fucking Sam. Yeah. Tension broke. It's Sam. No big deal. And he's like, I've, I'm hearing about Project Rebirth and all this shit she knows nothing about. What? You're talking too fast. This is some communist shit. Stop yelling at me. And How did you get this address? And he throws out Steve Rogers. He's like, well, I know that. And then just he says that he gets shot in the back. Yeah, by a taser. Was it a taser? I thought he got shot. I didn't see any guns. No, because he, he dies. Yeah, but it, here's what doesn't make sense to me. It looks like a blood capsule goes like exploding. But then you see the, the PYIs. Mm-hmm. Coming in, and they all have tasers straight out of fucking blood sport, <laughs> just holding it up like, you know. To well, they were, well, they're there to torture, too, because they want info. Yeah. So maybe they had guns maybe and they tasers. Had both. That makes sense. Because Sam gets shot. Yeah. And they shoot fucking uh, Jim in the fucking shoulder, thank God. It goes right through. Jack. Jack? Was it Jim? I don't know. I have no idea. Who it cares? Who cares? <laughs> it's like it's, it's Miami <laughs> Connection. It's just a bunch of Jim. <laughs> And he goes down, and then they're like, "Where is Steve Rogers?" And she's saying she ain't gonna tell. It's the yeah. love of her life. Yeah. Meanwhile, Jim's crying. He took a bullet for this woman, and he, she's like, "Never mind him. I don't know who you're talking about, Steve." We cut back to uh, uh, Sharon and Cap. Cap's like, "You know what? I need to get back. I I left something at your mom's place. I'm gonna go back there." Yeah. He's not feeling her. She's 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 not keeping it warm. Yeah. And so they go back to Bernie's, and they see all these cops out there in ambulances, and they're like, what the fuck? And they see, we can see the body, like, covered in the body bag, getting pulled out. And we see fucking Sam. I don't know how you know Sam. He goes up to Sam. Well, he knew Sam from the car ride. Oh, that's right. I, I can't even keep track of this fucking it's so, movie. It's so weird. It, it, like, the millions of miles that <laughs> they have crossed. So many coincidences, pet- just bumping uh, into people. Uh, and Sam, he's just like... I thought this was going to be like important to the plot, but it's not. This fucking damn decoder ring. No, it's, it isn't. It is nothing. But he's like, the yeah, the woman. She 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 wouldn't give you up. She died. Yeah. But she 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 didn't give you up, Steve. Yeah. Here's my decoder ring that Tom gave me, or I gave him. I don't fucking remember. I don't care. But here's something that uh, you see. You're trying to establish that like Tom needs to trust Captain America. But this will help get him there. Oh, because this is the day when we could trust our president. So if you said this is from the president, then that means then Cap would trust Sam. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I'm trying to say like the president would be suspicious that Steve Rogers is false, and then he he's pulls got that out green the decoder ring. Oh. But we don't have that because Sam or uh, <laughs> Tom is in love with Captain Rogers. <laughs> Captain Rogers. Fucking Christ, this movie is so silly. But yeah, he gets the decoder ring. Sam dies. Goes up. Sees that fucking. Bernice is dead too. Man, Sharon Bernie. has a moment where she but cries over. Jim, Jack, Jimmy, Joe, Jang, Bangles. He's doing fine. He's fine. Yeah. So he went right the, through. So he's in the hospital. We see Sharon and Steve in the hospital. Yep. And they're watching his favorite show, Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune, of course. Waff. And then there's a there's a special bulletin. General F- Doctor Feelgood. What was it? Fleming? General Fleming. It, well, we learned that the president was in Rome and he'd been kidnapped. 
What was he doing in Rome? Probably golfing. Taxpayer dollar golfing. The no, best actually, golf courses are in Rome. They were doing a big environmental thing that he was supposed to be talking uh, on. And he got kidnapped, and we're like, oh, my God, I'm supposed to meet the president. He gave me this decoder ring and everything. <laughs> okay. So, uh... He... Cap's like, you know what? We got to find that diary. Th- th- suddenly, the diary is it. back in focus <laughs> yes. because the plot needs to move along. Maybe Sam said it. I don't fucking know. I don't. Maybe he's a diary. And he thinks a diary. He's like, you're doing my gag on me. Yeah, yo, I like it. And he's like, diarrhea. So, <laughs> I like it. Are you doing my gag on me? So, Cap is like. You know what? We need to go to that diner that uh, I was operated yeah. on and became super super Captain America man. Right. So they go driving down uh where did we San Bernardino Valley Avenue and he's like there was an old diner and we just need to find it. We're looking at all these modern restaurants and places and then in the middle of all of that Thank God a diner. for those kind of um asshole white people that want like neighborhoods and not be touched it all that keep keep it to the perfect like look like right down to the kind of wood they use because yeah. they did that for this restaurant it has not yeah. been changed at all even the, the even, the, uni- paint. even the, the uniforms they, they're dressed like 1940s diner women they they updated the paint it looks more like an 80s well they, they did do some updating we learned they put it finally put in a woman's bathroom yeah, oh, yeah. yes they did these women had to like to piss outside before that like, there's a trough <laughs> out there you use it <laughs> And so Steve goes right to the women's bathroom because that's where he remembers where the coat rack used to be, which is yeah. the secret entrance. Get some fun with Sharon. You can't go in there. Times are different. And he's like, I get diarrhea. <laughs> I'm going to go wherever I fucking can. <laughs> he uses the old diarrhea <laughs> bit again. And then he's just like, punch it through the fucking wall. I love how they just, they just covered up this, like, they... They didn't. Why would you do this? Like, I'm just going to put a wall in front of a wall. I like, I could get that they, 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 maybe they... I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it at all. They didn't even put stud structure in there they at all. It they, was just they did drywall. It. It was just drywall. They didn't do anything. They left the coat hangers. The coats are still there. And, Murray, I, we uh, didn't mention this, but much like Miami Connection, they are always 100% of this movie being followed. <laughs> yes. They never get wise to it. Everywhere they go, they're like, Oh, fuck, there's uh, pretty young Italians here. <laughs> they never catch on, and they no. never recognize them either. And did you notice? I guess there's a there's another faction. Of, there's the, there's the, the PYAs, the pretty young Asians, because one car is full of Asian people. No, there is a whole gang of Asians, <laughs> and I was like, wow. They, they, again. I was waiting for fucking Al Leong to pop up. I was so <laughs> yeah, bummed. When I saw the first this is actually where we see the PYA. Yeah. <laughs> and they all have... Flowing mullets. I loved it. But, yes, I was I was like, where is Al? I know yes. Al is going to make an appearance. So, yeah, he busts through the drywall. He said, no studs. Just drywall. <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but it does. And he can't even bust through it by himself. He had to, like, pick up a chair and crash through it. It's like, right. come. You're, you're fucking infused with super serum. Right. And he's saving break drywall. It. And he, so he just starts pulling random handles. Finally, the door opens. Yeah. They didn't decommission this thing at all. They just... Nope. They go down. They go through. The, there's, there's. We see the, the. They didn't even change the lab at all. Yeah, it's they just left cobweb. it pristine. It's suddenly tiny. Like it looked huge before, but they right. must have downsized it after Vasily died. Well, they something. added that extra fucking uh, six inches to the plate bathroom. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. It's <laughs> yeah. the six inches. Yeah. 
Oh. And he goes. He goes to Doctor Seely's desk, where you, you. It's where you. Where were you? You most expected to be. That's where it is. Not even like locked up. And yeah, just, there's not even a lock on the diary. Yeah. Not, <laughs> you got to have a lock on your diary, man. Come on. And there's like fucking fan fiction and shit. Yeah. Like you know, it's like pictures of uh, Cap- What she believed Captain America because she, she did the suit. So she was doing all the sketches. Right. You know, like Spider Man did in that one. All movie. the info you need. Huge dongers, fan fictions about Captain I, America. I, I, I'm just realizing this diary goes nowhere. Like they don't do anything with the diary. They get, no, they get one piece. of What was the? But what was the point? Did the Red Skull want to make an army of super soldiers? They never say any of that shit. What? They needed to get from that, the one piece of information they get from that is that the kid was from a little town in Italy. Yes. And so that leads But I don't know why the Red Skull wanted the diary. Yeah, that that makes no sense. Because he never, I could see like, all right, he wants to make an army of his own super soldiers, but he never says that. Maybe what he thought was that the the formula to the perfect super serum was in there. (laughs) Yes, but... I don't, I don't know. They didn't. They didn't verbalize it. They should have done a better job. Yeah. There's the. There's no other motivation. So yeah. again, Merman Productions helping you out here. <laughs> this is what they were doing. Okay. So we. They hear the ruckus upstairs because the. You know we're in the sub basement here, so they hide behind the staircase, mm-hmm. and they let the first gang come down. It's the PYA or PYI, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Then they run up the staircase. It's very dark in here. Right. And that's where we get a little bit of light coming from somewhere, God knows where, and they see we see our very first, Rick uh, Bodie lighting technique. Exactly, we see a PYA. We've got our Asian gang coming into play here, and so a big fight breaks out on the staircase. He just like grabs Sharon and throws her somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's so hard to tell what's going on. You just know that. Yeah, it's very dark. Cap's beating ass. He's wearing like dockers and you know. Uh, Thank God there was like a boiler or something that had like a circular hatch on it. So he rips the hatch off. Right. And he makes a makeshift shield out of it. Yeah. And starts like throwing it, hitting people and deflecting balls. Yeah, doing all Basically, the it's just one big, long, boring fight scene. He takes out all the PYAs. Guy's like, I'm not going to tell you anything. Yeah, then, he actually gives the diary to Sharon. And who, she immediately gets captured. Yep, and uh, uh, w- one of our Asians grabs the diary. And so you're thinking, like, oh, Red Skull's got to get the diary and start a super serum soldier you know, army. According or to us, not according to the movie. Exactly. Yeah. But no, Cap gets the diary back. Yeah. Then and he's like, where back. is this guy from? He's like, I don't know. I'm not telling you anything. And he just knocks him out. Yeah. So, so apparently they, they, there was like, I mean, I guess the doctor had guilt over what happens. She gave the fucking street address where this fucking guy lived, Red Skull lived. Yeah. I don't even think they give that. They just give a town. It's they like, once again, it's like, it's like Canada. They just luckily find the exact place they need to be. Yeah. No one has direct evidence, but they just happen. When you believe in the karmic universe, you'll just, you know. When you do good things, good things come to you. And Steve Rogers just does good things. He's pure. He's, I mean, he's he the best gonna, of what America has to offer. He said, universe, I will fuck this woman who I loved, who is very old now, and married, and Can't has get a what. She can't get it what. I'll still fuck her, because Man. she is the one. What a saint. What a saint. And if not, I'll fuck her daughter. It's almost the same thing. They look alike. They look. <laughs> not to me, though. I don't know. I was. Yeah. I guess I didn't have my glasses on. Uh, and so we cut to the Red Skull back at Fortress Lorenzo. He's got that nice dungeon where he's got the president. And this, yeah, this, I, this is some exposition I had to add to the notes because you did not get the brain implant procedure. They need know. 24 hours to, like, I guess, loosen up his brain before they can put the implant in. Okay. So they're just injecting him with shit. 
Hey. Bleach probably because that you know it does a good job for health. Yeah, and uh, and then they're like, we learned that he's like, oh, because like because Tom's like all cool, calm, cool, collected because he has he has a trans he has a Damn. no it was, it was yeah he's like oh you mean that uh, microchip in your left testicle we found it yeah Tom was playing it cool like you guys know the secret sir and he's like that's why I have that scar on my nuts holy shit. <sighs> And then he's like, but he doesn't, Red Skull doesn't realize in his right testicle, he's got a little vial of acid. <laughs> so, so Red Skull's like, I'll see you in 24 hours. And he takes off and then pulls out that little vial in his right nut, pours the acid on the fucking bars of his cell. Yep. And just waits for it to burn through. <laughs> so while, uh, while we have him pulling acid out of his nutsack fairly... <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's the last place you'd expect for acid it's to be. What I always check the last. I just testicle. give a pat down. I'm not gonna check some guys yeah. nuts. Fuck that. I mean, it was in a chest piece, so they would have felt it <laughs> if they did a quick check. They didn't even have to like really grab it. They could have just glanced over it. They'd be like, "Yeah, that's cancer, or you're hiding acid." I think you have. You either you either have a hernia or you have some acid in your testicle. <laughs> So during this whole testicle debate, uh, we have Cap and Sharon. They back in those days, you could hop a plane like that; it wouldn't cost you any money. Right. Fly internationally. They, what's the deal with airplane food? You could bring a shield on. There was a nice <laughs> diarrhea bit where a Cap has, to, and he's like, "In my day, bathrooms were a lot bigger in planes, and there was a lot more leg room." And you right. had to wear. A we suit. get a whole sign full routine on airplane food. It's great. It is wonderful. And they land in Rome, and they're just wandering around aimlessly. They're driving around aimlessly. In a shitty little car. Sharon's driving, and so Cap hits her with the old line. Oh, you know what, Sharon? Yeah, that, that lasagna they served me on the plane. <laughs> Diarrhea! Oh. Winks at the camera again. Let's just let us know. This is, he's not, he doesn't really have diarrhea. Come on. And so he pops out, and she's like, Are, do you need help? You look like you're in trouble. And he's like, yoink. And he just walks around. Just walks around. Because, she, you know, when you, you want to trust somebody. Let's say you have diarrhea. You want to trust them. Yeah. And so she's just like, what's going? I thought, yeah. he, what? what? And then he just jumps in that little Yugo and takes off. He fucking locks her door, too. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm not going to let you go with me. Bye. Have fun. Leaves are alone in Rome, and then he's know? just like, pa, 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 pa. you can probably walk along with this car. It's this shitty <laughs> little fucking Yugo. And so again, we get a cut of our PYI eyes yeah. following them again because they constantly have him under you know surveillance. Fortunately, Cap he goes, where would a Red Skull live? And then he just. Thankfully, stumbles upon exact same place he needs to be. That house had a lot of skulls on it. It did. So and they're all red. Yeah. And he's like, "That's probably it." So he's like, knocks on the door, and he's like, the woman pops her head out the window. What's the matter, you? What do you want? And he's like, "No, speaky Italian." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Sharon pops up. And he's like, "Fettuccine Alfredo." She's like, "Oh, get in here!" That's what happened. Yeah. I missed this. I was yes. like, "Wait, why is Sharon back?" She and... can speak fluent Italian, or at least Italian restaurant. Yes, yes. meals, Bologna. and she. They go in. Like, hey, you know, you gonna have some tea? We're having like. He's like, "Oh." 
you know, yeah, they, I remember the Red Skull. Yeah, I used to live here. Uh, they left some shit. It was a dump, man. <laughs> and like, hey, hey where's that, 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 that fucking X-Files recorder they had? Bring it out of here. And yeah, they, they don't even know what it is. There is one giant triangle button pointing to uh, the right of the device. As we know today, it's a play button. But they're all looking at it like, man, this, is, this, this machinery is too complicated for us. And then Sharon's just like, you guys are fucking stupid, and hits the play button. No, 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 no. They have to take it to a, a specialist. You're right. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. You're They're right. all too dumb. They're all so dumb. Yeah. So they go to this guy who specialized in antique machinery, and apparently. And he's even older than Cap in his real age. It's this fucking old, mm-hmm. decrepit man. He's like, this technology is not... It's not of this world. It's an X-Files case. Have you ever seen that, Joel? It's so good. And then he just leans his elbow on it, and luck be have it, he starts to hit the play button. So we hear that nice piano recital from earlier in the beginning of the movie, and then we hear the gunshots. And you get Sharon, who's like, this piano is so amazing. It's fucking amazing. She's like, I'm going to rip this. I can totally vibe on this. And I'm going to sell little cassette tapes of it on the street. So she's recording this on her little uh, uh, record uh, Yeah, a little Walkman. Yeah, a little Walkman. And uh, yeah. so they're like, somehow that gives them a clue. I don't the uh, gunfire, and then you you hear we, and then we're thinking this is going to play into later. No, it doesn't because we're thinking it does. this. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything. Red kind Skull of. just blows it off. Kind of, yeah. No, it, it does nothing. It distracts them for, <laughs> for like five seconds. For, it is, it is. Oh no, you won't get that reference. So no, I'll, no, I'll won't. abandon it. So they decide to just hang out in a cafe. Get some scones. Yeah. and they're, get some, they're, No, they get some cannolis. It's Italy, for fuck's sake. You're, you know what? They're just sitting there. They're just thinking it over. They're talking about their plans. Sharon is pissed, by the way. Cap doesn't quite get it, so he's like, do I go into my diarrhea <laughs> routine right about now? And again, they're being followed every step of this fucking movie. So, and they're oblivious to faces. They're like me. They're completely face blind. <laughs> Because our PYI show up yeah. again. Valentina herself, Red Skull's daughter, shows up. Yeah. And they're staring. They're looking dead. I mean, Valentina has sunglasses on. Mm-hmm. And in the comic book world, that means you're completely unidentifiable. Right. And evil. So they're staring into each other's eyes. And then uh, Valentina finally makes the first move. Uh, just walks right into uh, Sharon. Bumps her elbow. So I was like, wait, did she plan another bug on them it's like i thought i thought she was trying she's trying to get the diary i don't know what the fuck what, have she's no clue <laughs> why this happened but what what it what happens is they sit behind uh cap and so sharon is staring daggers into valentina Val, valentina valentina's face and then finally no they just pull out guns and to start shooting. Thankfully, these wooden tables can deflect bullets. The bullet went through the table, so the table's okay. And you know, he has a shield. He never uses his fucking shield. He's, he's just, got his shield with him. Yeah, he's just he's got his shield and his uniform in his backpack, and he's just running around with it. Yeah, so they take off. Valentina drops her purse in the scuffle. Yeah, in the scuffle, the purse is dropped. There, there's this whole chasing. They're running through alleys. Yeah, these tiny um, little alleys. A cap rescues some children from being run over by a car, uh, and then they they jump into the ocean. And Valentina's just like, "Fuck, they did it to me again." Sharon dropped her purse, which I well, thought, well, yeah, they fell at least ten, twelve feet. They got to be dead. You can't, you're not gonna survive a jump into the ocean twelve yeah. feet. So they they go up. Well, they're dead. 
Mission accomplished. So here's the thing. Sharon dropped her purse. Yeah. The Walkman was in there. Right. So I I was like, okay, so what are we going to do with this fact? Nothing. She gets her purse back. We yeah, they, well, they, they, they go back. back right to the scene of the crime. Yeah, Cop, they, no cops were there at all. There was just a gunfight. Yeah. They go, they get their purse, and they're like, hey, there's a, here's another purse. Yeah. Sharon gets her purse off screen, and then she goes back and finds that Valentina never went back for her purse. No. Well, she didn't know she dropped it. So she gets that uh, that purse. She runs back over to fucking Steve, who's, like, completely decked out. He's got he's got that little hat on that the, the, the boat people wear. He's looking like one of those guys. I can't even think of what they're called. I don't know what you're talking about. That's all but, right. Yeah, she, he goes, hey, look, I found this purse. She opens it up. It says, Valentina Red Skull. Her last name it, is Red Skull. They, Red Scalini is what it was called. And it's like 1313 Mockingbird Lane, Fortress Lorenzo. It's got pictures of her and Red Skull in it, uh, like family photos. And they're like, I think this is a clue, Steve. And he's like, you might be onto something. Maybe this address is on the map somewhere or something. I, I just can't figure this out. We really got to think this one over. So let's just drive aimlessly again. Ugh. So they do, and they're getting fucked. But this time, they pick up on the PYIs are following them. Finally. So this is another s- scene that goes nowhere because they stop. And then, and, well, because Sharon's like, I think I got a little bit of that diarrhea. Can you pull over, Steve? So Steve pulls over. And then she does the old diarrhea switcheroo. Yeah. She jumps in the car to leave Steve because... In my mind, because they do a horrible job of explaining anything, I think she's trying to be like a decoy and draw the PYIs away from Steve because they're at they're near Fort, Fortress Lorenzo at this point. Yeah. So that's my – I don't know because they don't tell you. So that's my, my, my reading of this I scene. I have no fucking clue. Either way, she's immediately captured. She, she fucks that up. She leaves Steve's bag with him, though. She mm-hmm. tosses that out of the car. So Steve is just like, what do you want me to do? And he's like looking at the bag. And he's like, well, right behind his shoulders, Fortress Lorenzo. That's where they need to go. So stupid. It's so stupid. So, yeah, she gets captured. They leave the Walkman. By- Wait, they didn't leave the Walkman behind. What no. did they leave behind? Something was there so he knew, like, you know. She no, I think he just, I think they were literally, the whole point was, I'm going to draw these guys off. You sneak into the fortress. Like, they're right at the fortress. They're yeah. where they're supposed to be. Yeah. So they don't leave anything. He walked by the they, car. They, t- they actually let her take her purse to prison. They did. And keep it. Yeah. But he walked by and saw the scene and saw there was something left behind. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't really care. It's a pointless scene. Yeah. I don't know why I brought it up. <laughs> why are we bringing up the rest of this movie? So we, we see uh, the... Apparently, there's some renovations going on at, at Fortress Lorenzo because <laughs> yeah. there's a hole right in the ceiling. So uh, Sharon, who's in a cell on the bottom floor, can see up and see the president in the yeah. top floor. It might have been like an acid vat type situation or something. Maybe they, maybe like, that's it. He's such an idiot. He actually missed the fucking bars and poured all his acid on the floor. I think, no, I think it was more by design. that They put people down in that room Sharon's in and uh, water gets in and they drown the people. It's very, very, very slow death kind of deal. I don't know. All I know is... 20 minutes time to the to the second you can finally put that brain implant in and yeah. and fucking our man Red Skull's got the gun with the brain with the brinko chip in it he can't wait what is that what kind of gun is that gun this is no gun this is a uh, equipment to operate on you and he's like you fiend I'll see you in a 20 minutes I got a, I got a little diarrhea I gotta take care <laughs> I got, of I got, diarrhea. got some bellinguini and some clams they go right through me Oh. So he takes off like every good villain should. Yes. And they leave him alone. And then he's like working that fucking one bar 
and it snaps off, and somehow that opens the door. I don't know if I'm going to. Yeah. President gets out. Yeah, he's he's just like running around aimlessly. Again, <laughs> it looked very much like uh, Black Eagle. And yeah. uh, he's just, he doesn't know where to go. He's He doesn't realize. Speaking of someone who doesn't know where to go, on the outside while that's going on, our boy Steve's finally put on the Captain America outfit. Like every shitty fucking old superhero movie, the yeah. last fucking scene, you finally get the superhero. He's, I, I like the scene of him like looking at his shield he's, and he's telling himself, I swear I won't blow it this time. Right. He's feeling some doubt because he yeah. fucked up on his one and only Captain America mission. Yes. Even though he's a world-famous superhero. I don't know why. I don't know why either. So he sneaks into Fortress Lorenzo, and they this it's like right out of like a Scooby-Doo episode. They're both sneaking around him and Tom, and they bump their backs to each other. Ah! And then they're like, he's like, Captain America? I don't know how I know that, but you're Captain America. <laughs> Little boy that I saw 50 years ago. How, they both <laughs> remembered it. See, he pulls out the dad wallet. He's like, see this? And he's like, I don't even know what the fuck that is, and it's, fuck, it's supposed to be me? What the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. So they're like, he's like, Mr. President, you got to get out of here. He's like, the fuck I am. We're going to kick ass together. And I love this. Cap apparently does not know how to do a mission. The president, however, is like, let me show you. He is taking Didn't you see the one uh, newspaper clipping from 1963 where it showed where he was number? He he, actually is from 1983. He won uh, Double Dare two days in a row. Shit. He knows an obstacle course like. With nobody's Pat business. Summers. Yeah. Man, great show. Pat Summers? Was that his name? I don't know. It was Mark Summers. Mark Summers. Nailed it. This is why we're the best podcast around. So, yeah, he's taking the lead. He is drawing fire because the guys know they can't shoot the president. They got, you know, they got to do the brain thing with them or whatever. Uh, yeah, he's going to supposed to be like a puppet. That's the whole point. Yeah, of the brain yeah. They can't JFK him. They got to they right. brain puppet him. So, so they're like holding their fire, and then Cap is just slowly like trying to decide how do I beat these guys. The one time it goes up and around, it comes from behind and just bonks him on the head with the shield. Just bonk, yeah, he, he bonk. does the like fucking. He's doing yo-yo tricks with the shield. They're just like bouncing everywhere he wants it to go. This, this is where we see him. He's like doing the fucking limpest wrist flips, <laughs> and the shield is just like. <gasps> <laughs> It's turning around. It's cutting corners. It's beautiful. It's great. And they're just having a good old time just killing all these PYIs. There's happy music playing. It was. Yeah. But everything happy has to come to an end eventually. Yeah. So uh, uh, Cap's like, look, I, there's the Red Skull. I'm going to go get him. You go call the NATO. Yeah. They find a cell phone. One of the goons had a cell phone. A on. 1990 cell phone. Yeah, brick phone. They're in an Italian tower, Lorenzo Tower, or whatever it's called. Fortress Lorenzo. So how the fuck did he get signal? Uh, this it's is, amazing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's luck. <sighs> luck. Once again, it's like it's, it's just karma. Yeah. And while he's talking on the phone, he bumps into fucking good old General Fleming. Oh, shit. And he's like, General Fleming, what are you doing here? I was captured. You know, he immediately starts bitching out. And he's like, oh, yeah, really? Here's a little diarrhea for you. And he just punches the fucking... <laughs> that was his next thing. I got diarrhea! You can't hit a man with diarrhea! And he's like, oh, fuck, yes, I can. Hit uh, some. And guess what, Griff? He really had diarrhea. He shits himself, too. <laughs> it's, it, it was very kind of a crass scene. We get that fart that. noise. I needed that, yeah. yeah. Break the tension. I needed that, A, to break the tension. <laughs> B, because the general 
Like this whole fucking militarization of the police. I needed. I needed to see that punch. In the right. Stomach. It's all. It's, it's checking all the Bernie Bro check marks. If you're a Bernie Bro, you're gonna love this movie. It's true. If you have taste, you're not gonna like this movie. <laughs> So we finally get the final showdown. The Red Skull is like in a fucking like, throne. Yeah, he's he's got like the uh, his beautiful piano set up on this. Well, no, side. not even that yet. Right now, he's just like in this kind of like it's almost like oh, a hallway okay. type thing. Okay, but it's open air, and his daughter's by his side. One of the PYIs, and he's like, "So this is it, little brother. We're gonna fucking finally fight." He's like, I'm not your. Don't call me your brother. Yeah, stop, stop calling me your brother. And he's like, time to die, bro. So they start going hand-to-hand, and it's a very forgettable fight. They're just exchanging <laughs> blows left and right. But Steve's doing pretty well this time. Yeah. He, I don't know where he learned it. But well, that fight he just had earlier, he learned everything right there. Muscle that, memory. That or he's watching Tom fight. He was just like, shit, this guy's got moves. And he's getting the upper hand, and like every bitch... You know, oh, talk shit. Red Skull fucking starts runs for the nearest gun. Yeah, starts. She fires off at Cap. Cap blocks it with a shield, and he starts running like a bitch. Well, and yeah. this is where he gets great, beautiful scene. There's like it's like you know we're right on the top of the fortress. We're out in the open air, top of this uh, staircase. There's a piano there. Apparently, an armed piano. Because there's a nuclear device attached I, to this piano. I, I was get... so confused about this. Well, it... this whole thing makes no sense because he has this, like, remote control detonator thing. Yes. And he's got it set for, like, five seconds, whatever the fuck it was, like, ten seconds. And it's, like, for some reason, like, these little, like, pegs come out. I, yeah. I had no I don't idea. know where. It's, like, I'm, of course, it's. Call, it's, it's a call back to the beginning. He never gave up his love of piano, apparently. But where's the nuclear device? Because according to the Red Skull, this will dis- this will destroy all of Southern Europe. Yeah. It'll kill sixty million people. Yes. And he's like, it's just a little bomb, only sixty million. And he's like, don't move, don't you try anything, Captain America. Captain America's like, whoa, I don't know what to do now. He he is stuck in this little stairwell, and every time he turns the corner, Red Skull is shooting at him, so he has to block it, and he can't go right. anywhere. He can't. Make him exhaust his bullets or anything. Right. So. He can't use a shield, for Christ's sakes. Yeah, Why would you, you do that? Shields so, are for throwing. They're not for shielding yourself. To make this scene even messier, Valentina and Sharon come running out of nowhere. Right. I don't forget how Sharon even got out of her cell. I don't even remember. Maybe Tom let her out. I don't know. I, I Who cares? But, yeah, she shows know. up, and then they, there's a struggle between Sharon and Valentina. Yeah, she Sharon. still wants her dad's love. It's sad. I'm pretty sure Valentina, like, spears Sharon, who's carrying her purse again. Yeah. And so that goes flying. The Walkman from earlier flies out. Yep. And it just so it hits just right where the play button, when it hits <laughs> the ground. And it starts playing. This is where I was getting back to. So it starts playing that recording from the beginning of the movie and it distracts the red skull for a literally one second yeah you would think this would be a thing like, my mama mia my my family and then that would distract and then captain america would chop his head off with the shield no he's just like yeah so yeah it's some it's some kick-ass fucking plane is that is that elton john yeah and he's like no it's you and then uh, this ending is so awful it really is because the the whole conceit is he has a detonator. It's going to go off no matter what. No in matter five what. seconds. Yeah. So Cap just throws the shield, knocks him off. The, somehow that stops the detonator. Yeah. 
he falls off. Apparently, he dies. I, I'm surprised he didn't set up like a sequel, like at the very end, like he yeah, jumps out of the water. Down. But no, he falls off maybe into the water. Th- what he had in his he's hand. a super soldier for fuck's sake. You'd think he'd survive that. Yeah, role. yeah, exactly. That's what bothered me was I was like, he's yeah. a super soldier. Steve has survived. Apparently, everything. if you get a, it's like a gremlin. If you get a skull wet, it just shit happens. But man. clearly, the detonator in his hand was a remote as well. And so when it fell in the water, it short-circuited. Short, short-circuited. Okay, that makes perfect sense. And then for and just for a good measure, Cap beheads Valentina with his shield. He throws it at her, chops her head off. Yeah. Valentina's dead. The head doesn't fall far from the tree. It's true. It's a beheading joke. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. And so oh. what's it, man? We stopped. We saved America. We saved everybody. I don't even remember how it ends. It is... Dude, I think it just ends with Kevin America staring off into space. I don't know. I, he, he goes up. He embraces Sharon. He's like, I'm going to get these cakes all night long. And then all night long starts playing. And we see Tom get, you know, taken back to America where he's like solving all the problems <laughs> of the world. I, it's, it's fucking awful. <laughs> Yeah, this, I feel so God, bad. It I, ends, you might as well have been playing the MacGyver thing. That's how limp dick it ends. It's just like... As much as the new Marvel movies are not for me, I feel <laughs> I feel terrible. I get why you know people are like, yeah, they're good. Because this yeah. is dog shit. Yes. This is my childhood. This would yeah. bum me out. Cause especially because Marvel wasn't, at that time, wasn't was a private company. So they didn't have the money to make a fucking they just sell the rights that's why we're having this issue with like disney trying to buy the rights for like they don't have the only rights to spider-man because sony owns um mm-hmm. much like dc it was all owned by warner brothers so you can you can have characters interact for some reason they don't want them to anymore yeah but yeah so yeah that was my hell as a child I, it sucked especially if you were a marvel fan because marvel had jack and shit i just they had nothing was there ever like an attempt in those early days to just say Hire the writers who actually write comics. No, we to just write went, a screenplay. We just went through that in the beginning of the episode. Okay. It was the they had no respect for like the shit. Well, you got to also remember at the time movies were actually for adults mostly. Like now, yeah. every movie's for a child. Like every movie's a children's movie because those are the only movies people go see anymore. Well, so these were never you- these were, no movies were never respected. It was like science fiction wasn't respected until really the seventies, like when Star Wars was fucking huge. Yeah. You, know, you know, before then there was like fucking science fiction it's right all all those early sci-fi which is yeah, wonderful yeah. stuff but until it, you make money nobody cares and that, that that's the thing you you were saying that you make it for children you got to hit the largest audience you got to right. cater to everybody hit the largest audience and so when people were like deadpool is gonna be rated r i was like i don't give a fuck that movie's meh although colossus looks amazing in the second deadpool there you go you heard it from griff right there yeah don't watch the movie for the look at Colossus. Yeah, I just want to see Colossus. Yeah, it was... Uh, no, I liked the first one. I probably wouldn't like it upon a second viewing because people ruined it. It's like Rick and Morty. People just ruined it for me. Like, I probably <sighs> would be okay with it. But it was refreshing, the first movie, and then somehow this, by the second movie, it was like, all right, uh, I've had enough. I don't need any I more of this. I didn't think the jokes were fun. I didn't think any no, of that was, was very fun. It was, it was like a... Like lightning struck one, you know. I don't know what the, that phrase is, but you know what I mean. You can't yeah. make lightning strike twice. Yeah, I like. I thought uh, Brolin well, was good as Cable too, but yes, I agree with that. But like, yeah, like you said, it was like okay, I've I've seen this movie before. Yeah, like you know, I like. I don't the, know why we're talking about Deadpool. 
It's just because uh, it's one of our Disappointing superhero? Well, if you want disappointing oh, superhero movies, you tune in all month because, look, we shit on Marvel enough today. Next week, we're going to shit on DC. Oh. We're going to do what's considered by many to be the worst Batman movie ever made <laughs> with a lot of talent in it. You got fucking... And at, true to our mission statement, this is an action movie podcast. We got to have some Schwarzenegger. So, yes, Mr. Schwarzenegger mm. at his most annoying catchphrase spewing self. Like, this is Schwarzenegger at his worst. Yeah. Where it's like, everybody freeze. Yeah. Get it. I'm Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. So we got Schwarzenegger. We got George Clooney, which, you know what? He gets unfairly, but this movie was, it was shit. Whoever played Batman, this movie would suck. So I don't blame Clooney for this. Yeah. We got Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. We oh, got yeah. a former dead wrestler as Bane. All right. We, yeah, and and as luck would have, I don't know, I, I guess not luck for the guy, but Joel Schumacher, who directed it, just died a few oh, days ago. Shit. So it's we're going to honor him by shitting on his legacy <laughs> with the worst Batman movie of all time. We're talking about Batman and Robin, the movie that gave us bat nipples. So tune in next week for that and keep it patriotic.